Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Social Media Manager Confidential. If this is your first episode, a special welcome and shout out to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if this is not your first episode and you're coming back every single week, I would love to hear about your favorite episode or your biggest takeaways over on Instagram. Share it in your stories, tag me. I always do my best to respond and share it to my own stories and just let me know what you love about the show. So I'm really excited to chat with Mariana today, and we talked about the Latinx community, social media managers, entrepreneurship, just all of the things, and especially how to show up authentically or help your clients show up authentically. It was just, it was a great conversation, a lot of fun. So here it is. Social media management is notorious for being high pressure, competitive, and changing literally every day, which is why it isn't surprising that most social media managers get burned out within the first two years. So how do you keep going? How do you stay up with the latest updates, protect your mental health, and build a successful social media management business that supports your lifestyle goals? Whether that's working from home with your kiddos or jet setting around the world, that's what this show is all about. Welcome to Social Media Manager Confidential. I'm Shante Gorman, founder of a six-figure social media management agency and mentor to social media managers. And I'm here to dish on the ins and outs of the social media management world without any of the gatekeeping that can come along with it. You'll learn, you'll laugh, and you'll leave each episode inspired. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, I am back and I'm excited to chat with Mariana. She has done a lot. She's doing a lot of amazing things. I love following you on Instagram, first of all. Like your branding just makes me so happy and it's it's unique. It really stands out there. So how are you? That is so funny because I'm actually going through a rebrand. <laughs> are you really? <laughs> Yeah, I am. I I really wanted to like hone in on like a little, add a little bit more of the transition into what we become. And so it's, it's going to change, but it's definitely still like bright and bold. Love it. I cannot wait to see it. I'm sure it's going to be equally or if not more amazing than the one you currently have. You're always (laughs) so good at, at standing out. So can't wait to see it. Okay, so if you want to tell everyone like who you are and like what your current business setup is like. Yeah, so I'm Mariana or on Instagram I go and pretty much every social media go by Mari. I am the founder of Latinx Marketing, a social media agency for creators, entrepreneurs, and really just anybody trying to get into social. I truly believe that If you have a voice and you feel like you have something to say, you should be on social and you should learn the ins and outs of social media. So, yeah. Yeah, I love that. So you offer social media management. Are there certain platforms you like to focus on? Yeah, so we specifically focus on Instagram and TikTok. Those are the biggest ones. And I feel like everything else will come with time if I decide to, but I'm just... I think my specialty and my team's specialty is we emphasize on making our clients very comfortable and speaking in like their own voice, owning who they are authentically. And so because of that, like 
those are the two that really embrace that. I love that. And I think that's probably one of the biggest factors to doing well on social media is being yourself because that's really how you're going to stand out to your audience is not copying what everybody else is doing. Plus Instagram and TikTok, in my opinion, are like the most fun platforms. (laughs) (laughs) You can kind of play around and be silly or test things out where the other ones, I feel like at least not so much. They're a little more serious. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Yes. So how did you get started in social media? I know you've been in marketing for quite a while. Yeah. So I started in social. I feel like I've always been a creator at heart and it didn't actually dawn on me until I actually had. So I have a community called Jefas Juntas where I pretty much host and educate people on social media and everything around it. And currently we're hosting a challenge called Authentically Me. And one of the the prompts is to like really deep dive into like your background, your story and everything that has happened in between. And it wasn't until then when I realized I've always been a creator. I I have videos of me like dancing with a camcorder and just making funny skits and just like different <laughs> things. And I didn't realize that until I was like, oh yeah, like I used to make those. Like, As you're saying that, I am remembering that I made like little skits and things with my siblings too. <laughs> yeah. It's something that like, I feel like most of us did because yeah. that was the way we expressed ourselves. And I feel like I've been a creator for a very long time, but like as a social media manager, I actually got started because I went to an event for Hija de Madre. If you don't know what that is, it's a Latino-owned brand that really just makes like a lot of stationary clothing and just really awesome things for the Latinx community. And so because of that, I went to their event and I met someone who was looking for a social media manager maybe a year or two out of college. And so I was like, I just want to get into marketing. Like any kind of marketing is fine by me. And when they were offering me, they were like, Hey, like we're looking for an intern, like it's unpaid, but it's like, you can learn the ins and outs. And I was like, okay, (laughs) why not? (laughs) Why not? So I literally did that for a whole year and it led until the pandemic happened. And then once the pandemic happened, I decided to leave my actual nine to five and continue just this internship. And after a while, I was like, okay, like I've learned, I grew this account really fast with very little strategy. (laughs) Like (laughs) it was just like, I was just trying and I was like, okay, let's try here and try there. And because I had been, I had the marketing background, it was like, okay, like let's use that knowledge and apply it here. Yeah. And Throughout the year, I really just really learned the ins and outs of everything. And after that, I, I, after I quit my job, I ran out of money and I was like, cool, I need to do something. (laughs) And uh, I had actually in my bio that said marketing expert. And slowly people were just like, hey, like, you know, marketing, like help me. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. And during the pandemic also what I saw was like a huge like shift in like the mindset of like the Latinx community where it's okay, we're getting fired from everywhere. No one has money. Everyone has losing their job. Like we need to start hustling. 
And all these brands just popped out of like left and right. And I was so proud of everyone and I was so excited. But I saw also the frustration because Instagram was just like not friendly. Yeah. (laughs) It was just like a bunch of frustration. And I was just like, if you did this, like it would work for you. And then I saw reels happen. And once reels came into the play, I was like, okay, I have to go in full force. And I was like, I'm just going to start a business and it's going to be great. There Um, you go. And the end. (laughs) Well, you saw a need and you filled that need. And yeah, I think I remember sharing an article at one point and I can't remember the statistics, but I think the Latinx owned businesses in the pandemic were like of the highest percentage of businesses that were started which is amazing. But yeah, every business needs help with social media. So you've definitely, definitely found someone who needs you for sure. So since you've been in social for a while, what is your favorite and maybe your least favorite things about like social media or social media management? My favorite thing about social media management is being able to guide someone into really owning who they are. It is like my, I don't know what it is, but it's actually something that I'm really good at. I love that. Everyone has told me this and they're like, you're really good at connecting people and you're really good at just like dragging the story out of someone. And I'm like, I hope that drag isn't painful. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice, it's a nice, Uh, pleasant drag. (laughs) Yeah. And it's funny because I always see people like, oh, like sharing my story and like sharing what I have to say is actually working. And I'm like, yeah, yes. (laughs) So what do you, what does that usually look like of like you sit down with someone and you're trying to help them figure it out? What What types of things do you do? Yeah. So I require a full like two hour onboarding, obviously go over, like I have them fill out a huge form. I apologize for anybody that has gone through that form because it is deadly, (laughs) but it's also necessary. And I really just pick through it and I just ask questions. And I, I feel like I'm really good at asking questions and finding the full story because what I've recognized is that especially in the Latinx community, like we are ashamed, almost kind of like ashamed to like brag, like we've done really cool things and Yet where we have like this like guilt to be like, oh yeah, like I've done this, this and that. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, yeah, why haven't you said this before? <laughs> yeah, that's not like a PS, by the way. That's like a let's lead with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the other day I had a client that was like, yeah, like I just like, I'm really frustrated with social. Like I've done really cool things. I've been in Forbes 30 under 30. And I was like, wait, (laughs) what? (laughs) I was like, yeah, I was nominated and da 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 And I was like, wow, like, why haven't you shared that? And she's like, I don't know. I just feel weird. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Slide right in here and interrupt for just a moment to let you know that you are personally invited to join the Sugar Punch community for social media managers. Inside this community, social media managers like you come together to meet and support one another, get answers to burning questions, and build a thriving social media management business. 
It's 100% free, plus you'll get access to exclusive trainings and resources, be invited to special events, participate in fun challenges, get added to our social media manager directory, and more. Create your free account by going to community.sugarpunchmarketing.com. I'll link it in the show notes for you. See you inside. Now back to today's episode. Well, it sounds like there's a lot of like mindset work involved as well that I think, I mean, I, I think that's across the board for anyone in social, but it's especially when you're working like one-on-one with someone and really trying to dig into their story and what makes them them. Yeah. So it's one of those things that I think it takes experience, but you also have to be careful with the things that you do and say, cause you're, you know, you're getting very personal with someone. So oh, yeah, you're amazing at it, of course. But <laughs> if anyone listening is, you know, thinking about this type of stuff, just keep that in mind. Oh yeah. That's like the first thing I lead with is I'm like, yeah. tell me your story, but I'm not going to force you to tell everything about your story. Yeah. There's boundaries in this. It's all important to be like, if you, I have clients that have kids and they're like, I refuse to share my kids on social. And it's like, completely fine. Like you do you. What's all about like making sure that you're comfortable, but also like embracing that vulnerability and that authenticity at the same time. Yeah. And I think you can kind of sense when someone is attempting to do this, but they're, it's, it's not true or like not, not necessarily not true, but it just does something is off. Like you feel like they're trying to do something, whether it's like, trying to just do it for like the clicks or just for the engagement versus someone actually being just true and genuine. And I think, yeah, I think that's part of the strategy. Well, not even the strategy, but just like really learning who your client is and what makes them tick and sharing their story in like a genuine way and not an icky marketing way. Yeah, that's so important. I feel like I catch that on so much sometimes where I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's like, no, it's not, not that great. Right. And like from like that background, like you can easily see it. You can yeah. see like the formula and it's like, okay. <laughs> I don't know if I trust you that well anymore. Yeah, like- exactly. Exactly. And that's not the feeling we want anyone to have or to feel about our clients. So there's definitely a right way and a wrong way to do these things. Agreed. What would you say your least favorite thing about it, social media is? I think my least favorite thing is having to endure with clients that don't respect the trade. Mm. Where I feel like people see social as something very easy to do and very like, oh, you just post a picture and like get me 10 million likes. And it's like, oh, that's not how it works. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, hate to tell you, but yeah. (laughs) And I feel like that lack of respect is like what I hate the most. But like when you find those clients that are like, I have either done this or like I've been through the ringer of this, there's a whole new level of respect where it's like, I value you on a much bigger level because they know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that they're not, I wouldn't say that they're hard to find. Like there's plenty of them out there, but there's also plenty of clients that are not 
great and that like you you wouldn't want to work with. So I don't know. It's I guess it's kind of like dating where you just kind of have to kiss a few few frogs before you find find the right ones. I don't know. I think so too, honestly, because I've had my fair share where like they're amazing. Like I they listen to everything I have to say. Yeah. They're like, you're the expert. Like just tell me. And I'm like, yes. Those are the best. Those are the best <laughs> clients, honestly. When they say that, I'm like, yes, score. <laughs> <laughs> do people say that anymore? I'm probably they do. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you wish someone had told you before you got started, like just about being in the social media space? Um, I feel like definitely there that there's going to be people that are going to undermine your value and you have to stick to your value and you have to, you, you have to just know like, this is how much I'm worth. This is how much time I put into this. This is how much time I put into my education, so on and so forth. And valuing yourself is going to make the biggest difference. Yeah. I think that's what's going to help you keep going. And I think, I think compromising those values is kind of a, is something that people learn from. Like it's a mistake you make and then you learn from it. And it's okay if you make those mistakes, you kind of learn from there and like create new boundaries for yourself and like, no, this actually is my value and I'm not willing to, to give that up. But yeah, I think that is, that's a big one because there's a lot of people who will, will try to, you know, just kind of nudge you and try to get, get you to do stuff that you're not okay with or, you know, try to take up more of your time or try to get extra content from you or whatever it is. And that kind of treatment is not okay. (laughs) Yeah. I always try to tell people that are undermining themselves or they're just like, I feel like I'm super struggling and I, I'm, I have clients, but like, I still struggle with like financially. I just always remind people like, Hey, a social media manager in corporate world makes a minimum of $60,000 a year. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> a minimum. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you're charging like what, 500? Like what right. is happening? <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause even if you do charge that, like you have to pay taxes on top of that and you have software you have to pay and just all these other things where. I don't know. I feel like people get scared to charge a little bit more, but they're also, you know, there's a reason people don't go to like more corporate agencies, like businesses don't go there. They rather have like a freelancer. There's, there's a difference. And I think owning what makes you special and having prices that you can actually live off of, those are all valid. Agreed. I couldn't agree more. It's funny because I actually feel like even if an agency will charge you triple or more, yet the quality is like poor because they don't have the bandwidth to be managing so many people and creating like authentic content. It's like, oh, just post a thing and the end. Like, it's fine. Yeah. It's about like collecting clients and not not like that one-on-one personal service experience that you get with someone who's doing it on their own. So as a reminder, 
that is the benefit of having <laughs> a personal social media manager. Yes, exactly. People want what it is you do. <laughs> exactly. Raise your prices. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I love it. Well, this was so great chatting with you. I feel like we hit on a lot of good things. Do you want to tell people a little bit more about where they can find you and find out more about your membership? Yeah. So you can find me literally on Instagram or TikTok. You can find me as a creator on both because I actually just have been embracing that side of me too. So, but check out Latinx Marketing. It's Latinx MKTG on both platforms or and if you want to inquire with us we have our Jefas Juntas membership which provides you with a huge network of people that are in the same boat as you that are looking to learn both Instagram and TikTok so that they can thrive in their little creator slash entrepreneur venture which is awesome so yeah check it out Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. I had a lot of fun and we'll have to chat again soon. Yes. <laughs> thank you. I will make sure to have all of the links to where you can find her and connect with her in the show notes. So make sure you check there. Go say hi. Let her know you heard the episode and you loved it. And if you have any friends who are social media managers or are thinking about becoming one, Definitely share the link to this episode with them and help them out. And if you're not already following this podcast, make sure you hit the follow button or the plus button in Apple Podcasts so you can get brand new episodes delivered straight to your podcast app every Friday. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Learn more about my digital template shop, online courses, and mentorship program by going to my website at sugarpunchmarketing.com. And while you're there, make sure you join my safe, supportive community created exclusively for social media managers. It's 100% free to join and packed with really amazing resources, trainings, and people. See you next time.